0: Back in the building, it's your boy Dan D. Nels in the building. Nels, what's happening, my guy? I'm good,
1: I'm good, man. I can't complain. It don't make no sense to me. Ain't shit gonna to change when you complain. Oh, yeah, nah, man. You know,
0: you can complain your heart out. Ain't nothing gonna change, ain't nothing gonna happen. That's fact. Right. No way something gonna happen if you put some uh, action behind your complaining in your words. But that's you that's know. That-
1: it's things yeah, you can affect,
0: there's things you can't. So sometimes you just gotta suck it up and bite the bullet.
1: You're speaking absolute facts right now, brother.
0: So what's been going on, man? What you been up to?
1: Not much, man. Trying to stay out of trouble. Trying to make some, you know, what you know, what it is make some money. Take it easy. Try to stay out of trouble. Just, just try to make sure that you are trying to live a righteous life. That's <laughs> <So> all <laughs> you can do. A righteous life. <laughs> with all this craziness going on in the world all you can do is try to live correct, pray to your God if you believe in praying uh, try to do right by your family and your friends and then try to make it to the next day. Enjoy yourself. You you know that's always our, our motto on the show is enjoy yourself and live life because none of this stuff is promised as we can see in the news we always been, we always, me and you are always telling the audience that none of this is promised and, and no better time Unfortunately, for a lot of people than
0: now, oh yeah, nothing is promised, can't <laughs> take nothing with you, so yeah, man, you gotta enjoy yourself, you gotta make make the best out of the time that you're giving here on this earth. You can't be out here wallowing, can't be out here worrying about everything, you can be concerned about some things, but you gotta you gotta enjoy life, man, you gotta get out, see some things experience some things because uh in the blink of an eye you know things could happen to you even if it's not death things can happen to you where you lose the um the ability to enjoy certain aspects Absolutely. of life so man yeah man Absolutely. you gotta get out here and get to it and enjoy yourself what's so yeah. been which one which one jump on 1st it that's been a been a lot since the last time we've been on what you want to jump on
1: i would love to jump into i mean the, the most recent uh we had we had, we had some unfortunate tragedies um, the one in Buffalo, we mm-hmm. we to touch on that because that happened. Uh, and also the tragedy in Texas that happened. Um, I mean, I'm a, and I'm sure the ones that weren't publicized in the news because obviously there's always some kind of crazy shooting going on. Uh, but I'll let you start off. Let's start off with the Buffalo and the Texas thing because I think we, we can start off with that. We don't want to end off with that and people be like, God damn, that was a song by ass show. Uh, I think. We should <laughs>
0: Yeah, you're right uh, So let's jump into Buffalo um, So there's a couple of things um, with the Buffalo things A couple of highlights and keynotes with that For one, this gentleman supposedly And I mean, it's in his manifesto So you say supposedly because that's just what the media outlets and Certain venues are supposed to say, and I guess since we do podcasts, we're sort of considered some type of form of media. So we'll say allegedly. Um, allegedly, he went and researched areas in Buffalo, areas with the highest black population, areas with where there was a lower risk of him encountering somebody who had a firearm, or had the ability to have a firearm, or would be able to defend themselves. And this was days, weeks, months in advance. He did all this research, and he's doing all of this and figuring all this out. He's planning out a plot, an assassination. He plotted to assassinate a bunch of individuals. So he does all of this. He gets to Buffalo. He drives what it was like three hundred miles, they said, and he goes in the store and like he stood parked in the back and then drove up to the front, and then just started picking people off and. There's not, you don't have the, well, you do have the ability, but you can't with a clear heart say it wasn't racially motivated based on the research he did, based on everything he set up. And then the fact that when he was in the store, like he ran up and was about to shoot a white guy. He was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then moved on and started shooting more black people. Yeah. The thought process behind people saying, oh, well, let's not jump to conclusions and say this is racially motivated is beyond me, son. Like, I can't, I, I just can't wrap, wrap my mind around it when people say things like that.
1: It's, it's, a, it's annoying. You, you know what annoys me about not just that uh, is when we literally have video of things happening. Like we literally have like uh when when they have these incidents with uh the body cameras with the cops or and, and individuals or we have this this guy literally had on video doing the shit. Like I don't like when we have actual videos and they're like, let's not jump to conclusions. Well what the what more do we need to see? Because that's pretty sure that's evidence. I I'm not a, I've never been a cop. Never in my life. But whenever i watch shows or i see these uh, I've, I've i've seen these uh real life now i ain't talking about fucking csi i'm not talking about that type of shit i'm talking about when i when i watch the actual in the real life court cases they they use cameras and stuff so I don't get why whenever we see, I don't understand, what is it, our lying, don't believe your lying eyes? Like, we see stuff happening, and they'd be like, well, let's not jump to conclusions. No, I'm jumping all the way, all the way off the building conclusions, because I see what the fuck is. That bothers me, and they do it every single time. We need to investigate, we need to do this, We need. let's not jump to conclusions. No, this guy walked up and shot people with his camera on that's it ding <laughs> dong that's
2: it <laughs> Easy.
1: what the fuck do you do what like uh, so that bothers me but anyway this whole the whole thing was uh, very very disturbing and and oh, man I, I mean i'm trying to get not not to get like not to get you know, not emotional i don't want to cry on the fucking phone but I, what i'm saying is that it's a terrible situation and and i, and I i'm thinking that as, as a like a citizen just a regular Individual that goes and gets food just like everybody else that's listening to this, just like everybody else that's in this world. You are going to get food on a on a on an afternoon or in the morning or whatever the situation. You're just going to go get food. You're not doing anything. You're not thinking about anything. You're not thinking this is your last day because you know why? You're going to get some goddamn food,
0: some groceries. And <clears throat> just, you just went to go get some some bread, milk, and eggs.
1: Yeah, some regular shit, some regular shit, yo. And what and and. And I feel for everyone that died in that video. It's just a fucking horrible video. But what the one that bothered me—I mean, they all—they're all, they're all death. But the one that stung me was actually the first lady that was just in the street, just chilling. But not just chilling, but she was at the grocery store, and he jumped out the whip and like lit her up, and she just fell. Like when you see that as an individual, as a person, like that has to break your heart because. These these and they were obviously I think uh, well ten people died nine of them were like uh, elderly people. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's not the way they, they lived their entire life. Lived their entire life escaping this kind of shit, and then all of a sudden in your sixties and your seventies you die because you went to the grocery store. Mm. That's disturbing, yo. It bothers me. It bothers me. It it made me really upset. It made me angry because you see these kind of stories with motherfuckers coming to a church they pray with the black people and then all of a sudden they kill them. right and then this person actually was there i seen an uh, an interview he did uh of this black guy the, the day before the guy went to the store to stake it out and he was talking to this black guy for like another 40 for like 45 minutes they had a drink together they were talking about everything i don't know if you saw that same interview yeah i saw uh, pieces of it uh, but he was like, Yeah, he w- we were just talking, and I was asking what he was doing up here. He said he was going camping and all this other stuff like that. Not not knowing that the next day, because he, he said he was in the area, and he said, Not knowing the next day, this guy was going to come back and light the store up. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Crazy to me.
0: That's absolutely uh. insane, man. Like, how, and the, the level of, comfortability and calmness you had to do that like nah man it has to it just has to stop and be addressed where it's not always an excuse made for it because you just can't have that level of calmness and comfortability to go do something like that like how you sitting up there having a whole conversation and Mm. it's it's a pure plot like what is this manifesto was like 180 pages and i think it was more than that but like you sat out and wrote out a detailed plan, a detailed explanation of why, how come, and all this other foolishness. Like you said, that lady, she was the she was the first one killed, and she was in the parking lot. And he just pulled up to the front of the store and started. And then they say he had um, these are your reparations and nigger on this, on the barrel of his gun, all type of stuff.
1: So, yeah, like uh, so, we're not gonna. Let's not jump to conclusions. Oh, it says nigger on this fucking gun. Oh, it could be racial. It could be racially motivated. I have no idea. Why the fuck? Why do we do all of that? As like, like, why do we do that? As uh, fuck it. Let's just say America. Like, like, why does America do that? I know it's. I know you are guilty. Um, uh, you're, you're not. You're innocent. until proven guilty, right? And, and, unless you're black, then obviously you're guilty until proven innocent. But. But that shit makes no sense to me. It makes zero sense. Like, a motherfucker can have a sign talking about, I did it. Like, I did it and I shot everybody in that store. It should have been 10 people dead in there. And they'll come out and be like, let's not jump to conclusions. No, motherfucker. No, we jump into conclusions. The motherfucker, did. he clearly went in there, came out, he was perfectly fine. Nobody lit him up when he came outside, because you know how that is. Can't have somebody that go shoot a bunch of black people and then all of a sudden come out and something happened to them, right? Mm. But if you are just a black person and you ride in the car, which are fucking you tell a you could tell a you could tell a cop that you have a gun. I have a gun and I am registered, and you get lit up by the same cop that pulls you over. Yep. Now do, so, do you think
0: that's um? Do you think that the outcomes? Well, clearly the shooting itself outrages people, and the shooting itself yeah. is horrible. Do you think the consistent outcome of those individuals? being armed, being dangerous, being aggressive, the fact that they keep just being arrested unharmed, do you think that do you think that's what continues to add the anger to um to black well clearly the black community but just people in general who actually give a damn about life. Do you think that the outcome of these situations is what's making them even more upset? I
1: think so. I think for some people like it's like, yo, you can be unarmed and black and get sprayed, and get get killed, get killed, or get beat up, or get maced. You can be in the like. Let's just have stories. You can be in the military, do everything right, try to get to a gas station, tell the cops that you have nothing in your car because they can't see your plate. You have your hands outside the car because you're scared for your life because you already know what they what some some uh, uh, law enforcement do to black people. You decide you don't want to get out the car, right? You finally get out the car. They throw you on the ground. They step on you. They put mace you and all that shit. And you know what the crazy thing is? You're military. So for the people that be like, man, you know, uh, I'm for the military and I'm for the cops and all that shit like that. But I don't fuck with black people. Where the hell? Where yeah. is your line? <laughs> you understand? Yeah. Because most, like, I love cops. Fuck black people. This guy was a black person in the military. So how? Where, like, where did how, uh, do you just you explode? Like, how does you? How does your brain work when that happens? Mm. It's just—it's annoying. I think people get to the point where they say, uh, "It's just like it's also like the person that was in in uh, in Georgia, the guy killed went into the Asian spot, to the masseuse, killed all those people, right? Yep. Went on the run. They fucking caught him and said he's meant to something. You know, he, he was just, uh, it was just—it was a bad day. Yeah. No motherfucker.
0: Yeah, they did say a bad day.
1: <laughs> it was a bad day. <laughs> for who? For him, or for the people that's now in in heaven, or the people that passed away? For who? Who's a bad day for? Because I'm I'm mad confused that you would even say that. And when you, when that's why people don't trust. Some people don't trust law enforcement. That is why is because situations like that happen where a guy will kill a person and uh, a whole bunch of people in a church, and you go take them to get some food. Like you you reward them, so that's why people are upset. Yes. I think that's the to answer your question. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's,
0: it's insane because you have that type of, um, <clears throat> you have that type of hatred or you have that type of view on stuff. Like you said, like, how do you, <laughs> how does your mind work when you play? Like, Man, I hate black people. I hate black people, but I love the military And the, a good majority of the military is made up of black people because yeah. a lot of times black people use it as a way to, uh, it's One is legacy. Some people, that's all they that's what they know. Like their grandfather was in the military, their father was in the military, brothers, so on and so forth. And then some people be like, you know what? I'm going to join the military because it'll help me get to school. It'll help me do this. It'll help me do that. Or it'll get me out of this environment I'm in. So then how do you handle that <laughs> mentally? And I think some people can't. I think some people just be like, man, look, it's different. They're, they're, or you know what? The old saying is, oh, no, those are the good ones. That's always been the old saying, the old adage that um has been preached by racists and supremacists. They say, oh, no, not not you. You you're one of the good ones. I like you. You're one of the good ones. I'm talking about the all the other ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs>
1: how, how it works is like this. You, you either if you're black and rich or black and a cop or black in the military, those are the three where you get a pass. Everybody else don't get no pass. Everybody else or you, or the only time that you get a pass is if you work with the motherfuckers. Like, you got to actually work with that that person and you got to be around them. They got to invite you to your house or you invite them out. That's when you become cool. But you are automatically okay in society if you're black and rich, black in the military, or black as a cop. Those you get a pass because you're doing one of the three things that white people fuck with. You're in the military, we fuck with you. You're a cop, we fuck with you. You're rich, well, we definitely fuck with you because you, you don't cause no threat. So those are the three. That's right there. Those three don't cause a threat. That's the thought process. That's why. Mm. I know on a tangent. I know it's like people are like, damn, this shit get real racial. But fuck, there's a re- <laughs> Like a really, co- uh, it was. A, it struck a chord, that shit. That shit really struck a chord. Not because a white person went and killed a bunch of black people. That shit happens unfor- unfortunately all the time. It was more of how it was done that bothered me. Mm-hmm. And then the part that really bothered me is because, and I re- and, and I don't want people to take this wrong, because I really am really upset about the people that are in Texas. Those kids did not deserve to die at all. That's a very, that was a, that was a horrendous act. You know, these are kids, they're going to school, they don't got shit to do, you know, they don't got shit to do whatever's going on with this fucking crazy kid. But the media attention that the, the people in Buffalo got was laughable. Oh yeah, it,
0: it was it was minimal. Like they really got no real coverage. The coverage was like, hey, it happened. It's messed up. We need to do something about this. And then I don't even think they got a full week of like strong no. investigative co- investigative coverage. It was really just like, oh man, it happened. We know who we know who supposedly did it, so it's time to move on. But it's been the that's been the that's been the track record for all mass shootings, especially any mass shootings that occur with um, people of color, it's like, all right, well, it happened. It's time to move on. Let's let's get over it. Which is we've been told to get over everything for the longest, forever. We've always been told to get over everything, though.
1: It, it was this. It was almost disgusting. Because I, st- I I talked about it uh, before. I said, yeah, this is kind of disgusting. You would think this shit happened. Like you would only see it. I know it was on national news, but I felt like it was on national news for like two days. Mm-hmm. It was like blows and kill a bunch of black people. The second day, they was like, oh man. It was a crazy white man that went and killed a bunch of black people, and then that that was it. You know what the next day? like that was it? That was the last thing that people were talking about. That was it, right? But for this, for these, for these, and again, I'm not saying that it. Uh, I'm not saying that we should not have coverage, but I think the coverage should be equal. Ten people died, like in a in a horrendous way, where you have video of it, and a whole and nineteen kids died, and that is fucking terrible. But but now they're talking about let's talk about guns and all that stuff. Nobody wanted to even talk about assault rifles after these black people could die. <laughs> it was like, yo, we black people died. Oh, that shit is fucking sucks. Well he killed them with an assault rifle. Yeah. But when when the shit happened in Texas, we need to talk about these assault rifles. Shit is crazy out here. Yeah, no, we right. just, <laughs> No, we should have been talking about this shit. A whole bunch of people are dying every single day. So I don't. Uh, let, let, let's give me people. I mean, I want people to understand that me and Daniel both. We are we carry, both of us, right? So I don't want people to be like, oh, these guys are liberals and they don't care about gun no, we both carry. So it's not about gun rights and all that stuff like that. My thought, and this is just for me, I wanna speak on behalf of you, because I'm always like I don't get it, is I don't get the the reason for assault rifles. I don't I I do not. I do not. We had a whole big-ass military, right? That's supposed to protect us, right, Uh, as the United States. I have have lived on this earth for 44 years. I have yet to have some soldiers run up at my house or anything like that from another country to have an assault rifle just in case uh, fucking China decides to invade my apartment or my house. That has never happened. That's why I don't think we need assault rifles. I, <laughs> I, I never understand the reason why we need assault rifles. Why we need a, a pistol? We maybe need a pistol. That's fine. You want to protect your house with a pistol uh, or something like that? Fine. What the fuck does America need assault Right? I just need the answer for that.
0: <laughs> I don't know.
2: <laughs>
1: so. so. Before, you know? <laughs>
0: So I'm a proponent of all guns, like assault rifles, pistols, I don't care what it is. I think if you if you want it, you should be able to have it. Now what I am a proponent of is thorough background checks, waiting periods, and things of that nature. Do you need an assault rifle? No. Like there's no real reason why you need you could have um you could have a regular rifle, you could have a shotgun. But do you actually need an AK 47? Do you actually need that an AR in your house? No, There's, chances are you're not going to be involved in any type of um, conflict or combat where you're going to need that weapon.
1: That's
2: right.
0: And if you are involved in some type of combat a conflict where you need that weapon, need nine out it. of ten times either you're doing something you have no business doing. Or maybe you're maybe you're rich and the criminals coming to get you. But yeah, I mean, nine out of ten times, the average the average person does not need an assault rifle. Do I think they should assault? be banned? Nah, because I just I'm just a gun enthusiast. But I, I do get your point, and I get most people's points about like well, why do you need this this firearm that has that carries hundred rounds, a of, of ammunition. <laughs> like who, who you fighting, who you defending yourself against? So I do get I, it.
1: I, I'm also for. I, I don't want people to think I'm not for guns. I'm for guns. I have, I'm literally laying right next to my gun. So I don't want people to think I'm against guns. I myself, I understand you are for. You are for all guns, and I get that as well. I'm not. I'm not saying that we should ban guns. in the gen- I, my thought process, though, my thought process is these assault rifles are the problem. Like They are the problem. not saying that these fucking crazy people that get them are not the problem, but if a crazy person walks up on me, right? And if he doesn't have a gun, you know what I do? I knock him the fuck out. Period. <laughs> That's it. Right? Because he's crazy without a gun.
2: True. But when
1: you're crazy and you have a hundred round banana clip on an AK, then there's not really much a person can do. You know why? Because I love when other people, uh, like when the, the, the NRA says, well, we need to get... Uh, People, they need to put people, security guards and all the shit like that. Well, you know what's crazy about that whole th- th- process? There was a security guard at the fucking Buffalo shit. Yeah. There literally was a security guard there. You know what he did? Took a shot with his fucking, his pistol and took a shot at somebody with an AK. And it was, it was not, it was zero chance what he can do. It was nothing he could do. He took a shot, the guy had on the vest and he died. So the whole, the whole foot, th- the only, re- the only thing that these security guys, they better have AKs too. Is that what we're doing? Where everybody's walking around with AKs because if that's the case, then we in a fucking, we in this is a this is yeah, a we'll get
0: third world country out here in these streets. Everybody gonna have AKs walking up and down the street, <laughs> just <laughs> just walking by each other. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you
2: doing? <laughs>
1: that's fact. That's fact. So I'm, I'm not saying what I, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't have the answer. What I'm saying is that I know they're like, oh. Uh, crazy people are the problem. Yes, I believe that. I believe that pe- bad people that are getting these guns are the fucking problem. But if you put a fucking pistol in the bad person's hand, it's easy to get... He might hit one person, two people, but he is not hitting a bunch of people.
0: Yeah, that not before AK. somebody's able to do something to uh, disarm <laughs> that, or slow it down.
1: That AK, the motherfucking could run through 20 people before you even get a chance to do anything to. it. Yeah. And that that's the problem. That's where it is. This guy the guy in Texas, I mean I'm gonna move over to the Texas thing. The guy, the kid in Texas, he just mowed through them kids. He mowed through that. Mm-hmm. You
2: know what
1: I'm saying? And the same thing with the guy in Buffalo. Not not to go back to the Buffalo thing, but he they're mowing through these people. They have the AK, they're mulling, there's nothing you can do. If I have a vest on, this motherfucker I got a vest on and a helmet. If I have a vest on and a helmet, I can fucking go through a whole Walmart. Yeah, you, you, you,
0: have, you have plenty of time to um to get it done and do stuff before somebody intervenes. That's a fact. So,
2: That's a fact. yeah,
0: and I mean, <clears throat> so to with the, the Texas situation, that situation became worse and more polarizing when they found out that the cops were standing outside, like they were standing outside at the at the door of the school. It was like, oh, yeah, well, we we figured or uh, what they said. They said they believed it had, It wasn't an actual active shooter, but it was a standoff. And the person was barricading themselves in there. And my point is, regardless of what you think, I know everybody has um, protocols. Everybody has standard operating procedures. Everybody has things set up. OK, if this situation is going on, we're going to do this. If this is happening, we're going to do this. This is the way we're going to proceed in these um, situations and in these incidents Cool. You got you have all you have your manual, but your manual's always a guide to real life situations and real life incidents. And in this situation, like, you have kids in the school dialing one one saying, help us, help us, help us. Like you have to throw the manual out at that point. At that point, you gotta throw the manual out. Everybody go go to cause all the police cars, they have shotguns and everything in their cars. So now you've got to throw the manual out. Everybody go get, your, go get your big guns. Uh, as, as they say on my favorite show, uh, Chicago PD, get the long gun and, and let's go to work. Like, get your long gun, let's go to work. Like, these kids is calling 911 repeatedly. It's not like it was one or two kids because they were barricaded. You would think it would be maybe one or two kids who were sneaking in the classroom they're barricaded in. Nah, it was a slew of kids dialing 911 saying, help us. He's in here shooting, help us. And you don't flood the school Like every person Every officer Should have flooded that school immediately Like hey we gonna go in here And It's wartime Like we, we've we gotta stop him Before he kills any more kids And the fact that it was people Who was at the house Coming up to the school Like this one dude um, His wife works at the school I think his wife works at the school And his kid goes to the school And his wife called him and said Hey There's a shooter in the school. This dude was in the middle of a haircut, grabbed his, told his barber, give me your gun. Barber gave him the gun. He went to the school, busted in the door, and went in and and was ready for action. Grabbed Grabbed his wife, grabbed a bunch of kids, got them out of the school, then went back in looking for homie. And you got the cops there. And there was a couple of other parents who like ran into school with their guns, like, nah, like what are y'all doing? And all the cops are standing there saying, Oh, well, we're not we're not breaching yet because it's a it's a it's a barricaded individual. Like, what do, where is your mindset? Where's your consciousness? Like where's your heart? Like I said, everybody got operating procedures. Like at my job, we have operating procedures. We have certain things, per protocols, things put in place, if certain things happen. But if it pop off in the midst of you got to audible, you got to get your, uh, you got to get your Peyton Manning on, man. You got to Omaha, Omaha, and make shit happen. Like, you can't sit there. And that, Yo, know, I couldn't imagine if my child was at that school and I come to find out y'all was all standing outside. Like, I'd probably go to jail. Because I'm, I'm snuffing at least three, four cops. Like, three, four cops gonna get punched in their mouth.
2: And I probably got,
0: I probably got to move out of that town in Texas because every day when I see one of the cops on the street, I'm gonna walk it up to him. He he, he gonna catch the fade right quick. He just go, they gonna get tired of locking me up. They'm like, listen, you just gotta move. Like we don't, we tired of locking you up. We don't want to lock you up for good because we understand your frustration. So just go ahead and move out of town and leave it alone. Because there's no way I couldn't still live there. One, I couldn't live there if my child got killed in the school because it just be, it's too traumatic. But to know that y'all was standing outside the school waiting.
1: What I was waiting on, homie? Nah, man. I, 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 and it probably they probably was on some real scared. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to lose my life. They don't give a fuck about nobody else's life. That's you already know that. Because clearly, if they didn't go in there, if it wasn't their kids, they ain't going in there. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, and I and I I think I, I think me and you said this. I, I know I've been saying this forever. Because I feel like we do these kind of shows where, where it's a uh, mass shooting. I feel like there's every every three months or something like that. I feel like we're doing mass shooting. Election kidding, times,
0: know? man. Whenever some type of election time is going to be a mass shooting.
1: Yeah. And we're always like, these, these representatives are not going to do shit about these laws and stuff like that. They're not going to do shit. They don't give a fuck about these laws. And I always say the same thing every single three months. It will never. I, I want everybody to listen to this. There will never be changed. Ever. I don't give a fuck who you elect. You can elect, you can elect, it does not matter. You can elect Jesus. Jesus will come down here and be like, I'm running for Senate. It does not matter. These shit will never change unless, unless one of the representative's family members dies from one of these guns. It will never change unless, and I don't, you don't wish death on anyone, but it always, yeah. I always say it has to be a lesson learned, and if there's no lesson learned, if I'm not affected by it, there is no reason for me to change anything. And until I'm a f- affected by it, then I won't make any kind of change. That's just the fact. Mm-hmm. Until one of these representatives' kids or wife or fucking yeah, it got to be kids or wife. It can't even be a cousin because they'll be like, ah, I'm the cousin, Nah, fuck them. It got to be kid or a wife from one of these representatives. Has to die in one of these mass murders. You're right. That's the only way shit will change until that day, won't shit change? Yeah. Just you know, so motherfuckers could go to the fucking. You can go to the goddamn. Uh, you can go to the, the the ballots. You can fucking try to click yes and all this other shit like that. Until you get that shit, it will never change because there's too much money. When they, you know, you know what they say every time. You got to follow the money. Yep, and, the, and that's it.
2: Yep. So,
0: it's a money game and it's all about uh, and that's what it all boils down to because if, if anybody has a chance to get a chance listen to get listened to Steve Kerr uh, and he did the thing he was doing a press conference before the game before the actual game yeah. they played in Dallas and what he was saying about how it's it's senators it's only like 20 of them who keep blocking the bill for stricter gun laws or for more um background checks. only like 20 of them and they will not Fold or they will not concede to say Hey you know what we need to do this and that's exactly what it is It's a control thing It's a money thing like nah these um, These gun lobbyists keep putting This money in my pocket I'm like I'm not about to, I'm not about to mess this money up you know we don't need this So as long as they have those That, that small sector of People who keep voting against the people who keep You know postponing The vote because They just don't want to vote against their people Their homies their backers or whoever it may be We're going to keep being in that situation and the fact that um <clears throat> then you have people like uh Herschel Walker who when they asked him about the damn <laughs> the Texas shooting, he started talking about Kane and Abel and, and said we need to have instead of us focusing on on that situation, we need to develop a agency or a group that investigates men who look at women on Instagram.
1: Like <laughs> <laughs> like what? What you
0: talking about? Somebody check this
1: motherfucker
0: CT. Check this motherfucker CTE. Oh, let's say and I quote, you know, let's say let's say I'm gonna quote this. You know, you talk about doing a disinformation. What about getting a department that can look at young men that's looking at women that's looking at their social media? What about doing what? that? Looking Am into up. things like that, and we can stop. We can stop that that way. End quote. So you tell me if I stop, if I stop some some young men from looking at women on social media, that's gonna stop mass shooting,
1: sir. What are you talking about? That motherfucker went up there and might as well have said you, you know what really the problem is, Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of dumb shit. Like I'm sick of I'm sick of you, this shit bothers me. Yo, just I wish if they, if, the, if the if these people would just get up and say, Listen, listen, stop. It does not matter who dies, yo. I would respect it. I would respect if they came up on say, yo, we don't give a fuck. We are making hand over fist money so we will never do shit. You guys keep complaining about but I don't like the fucking fuckery where they come out of nowhere and talk about you know what we really need? Stronger doors. What? What the yeah. fuck are you talking about? Oh, you know what we really need? Teachers with guns. So yeah, that's what we really need. I just can't wait for my teachers to just get fucking pissed off at some kids doing some dumb shit for throwing an apple at them and they hey. fucking bust fucking Glock on their ass. Yeah, that's what Man, so the the dumb shit that they be saying oh my god is because of video games listen I've been playing video games since fucking Super Marios I ain't never been like I gotta go fucking kill somebody and fucking light up a whole fucking grocery store and all that shit like that it's just individuals and there's been crazy individuals before there's there's always gonna be crazy individuals until the end of time there's always gonna be crazy individuals right Mm -hmm. and I agree have to have stronger gun laws and we have to have these laws or where they are just walking. This motherfucker went into a dicks and was like, hey, let me get a some piece of I mean, can, I, can I get a loaf of bread and a fucking AK. Like that shit is too easy to get. It's, it's, it is it's way hard. It's harder to be a fucking lifeguard than it is to get a gun. Like I, I literally can get a gun. If I wanted to go tomorrow to go get a gun, I just would fucking wake up and be like, I just want to go get a gun. That's just, just yeah. pretty That's much it. what it is. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. It is so easy, but I but I will say this, and I and I I know we've been on this, this gun thing for a little while, but I will say this: I am not against guns. I, again, I am laying right next to my gun right now. What I am against is I don't, and I, and it's just me. I know uh, Dan is for all kinds of give any gun, shotgun, motherfucking a, a gun with the knife on the end, all that shit. I've, and I understand the reason to have people to be able to do whatever the fuck they want. I'm for it. But if, as a people, just my thought process is I will never, I will never understand the logic of having an AK. I don't. I don't. I know if you want to go to the woods and you want to fucking go shoot up some trees and shit like that, that's cool. I get it. I understand it. But we will never, even if they put in stronger gun laws, I know they're like, we need to put in stronger gun laws in order for people that are, are mentally challenged or for these criminals and stuff like that not to be able to get guns. And if if we seriously sit back and think, because because they put against some law that says you can't get an AK, that's going to stop motherfuckers from getting an AK. We are fucking sadly mistaken. You can get, you can literally get anything in this world. It does not matter what fucking background you got. It don't matter. <laughs> yeah, so I'm saying it don't it it don't matter what the law is. It's just going to be a little bit more annoying, but you you might not be able to go get it on a Wednesday, but you'll be able to get it by a Friday. They'll fucking deliver. I can't get it to you by Wednesday cause I can't go to the store, but we'll deliver it to you by Friday. That's yeah. just a,
0: so. The only thing I, I say I, about that part is a lot of times these, um, these mass shootings and things that's going on, they're not being committed by stone cold criminals. So that, that's no. why, that's why yeah. I think sometimes these, uh, a stricter gun law or stricter, um, restrictions will work because the people that's doing this stuff, they're not stone cold killers. If he was to walk up in some place and be like, yeah, I need a, yeah. Hey, Hey, uh, I need an AK. You know, where I can get one. People look at him like, I'm not selling you an AK. You're a cop. like, <laughs> like you're undercover. Clearly I'm not selling, you no illegal gun, but like you said, you can still get it. If somebody wants to get something, they can get it and they can figure out a means to get it either which way. But I will say a lot of times these mass shooting things that's going on, they're not being, they're not being committed by these, by stone cold criminals. So there true. is a chance they may not get it. But if in, in the incident with the guy from Buffalo, he would have got it one way or another. He would have got a gun and he would have did what he was going to do because he planned it out so thoroughly and he was so detailed and, and followed a trail of issues and ways to do it.
1: That motherfucker had help.
0: That yeah. motherfucker well, Supposedly had. they said he, um, they said he was working with some retired federal agent they said it was a whole, they found a whole um, like text thread, email thread, whatever it was, where it was a bunch of them, a bunch of white supremacists who believe in this replacement theory BS and all of them were talking and discussing on how he could do it, ways he could do it. And it's only in that group chat or in that group, whatever, there's a retired federal agent. So, yeah. So he had some type of help.
1: I didn't even know that, but I already knew he but uh, without just just on the the way it was planned, there is no way he could have thought of all of that shit by himself at the end of the day. It's impossible. It's impossible. It was just too well planned for him to be like, you know what? I'm just gonna get this vest and this fucking all of this and I'm gonna fucking map out exactly where I'm going. I'm gonna drive three fucking three, two, three hours. Who the fuck does that? Yeah. Who the fuck does that, yo? Who does that?
0: Who researches an area for the densely populated black people like yeah for you to do all of that like you say it's it's it was, it was almost a given that he had some form of help because that's just that's 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 warfare really it was probably some retired military people in that group too because that that's warfare mentality when you when you plot and plan and put things in place that well
1: oh yeah well I mean uh we're not really shocked sure. I mean if you look at it if you look how he was dressed and you look at how well planned it was. It kind of looks like the January sixth shit because all of them mm. motherfuckers had very shit on as well when they went up to the Capitol and all that stuff like that. And it was the same thing. They they planned it. They knew exactly that what they were going to do. They knew they was going to go in that fucking Capitol building. They 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 already had the shit mapped out. It's not like them motherfuckers was searching for shit. They knew exactly where everything was. I ain't never been in the Capitol building before in my day in my life. But they already had a fucking whole blueprint and shit on how to do it, mm-hmm. so it, it all adds up.
0: Yeah, you're right. They did. They really knew. or oh, they knew which which way to go, what stairs to go up, and everything. So yeah,
1: yeah. Our office down there. This is right here. A, the third one on the right. Mm. Like like that type of shit. So when when military people, well, oh, they don't do shit half ass. Like they don't do shit half ass. You don't. You go into the shit. They they are trained to go into. Uh, warfare and do things uh, to have everything planned out, mapped out. A A plan A, plan B, all that shit like that. All of that, they already had that stuff. They already know what the fuck is going to happen. You understand? And then these kind of air, when he went up to Buffalo and, and picked off those people, this was easy peasy. He had mapped it out the day before. He already knew he went and go look at it. It's not like he went up there on some, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to shoot this place up. And I don't know what the fuck is going on. He mapped it out the day before, went around the store, checked it out, went to see if anybody else was going to be up there. He probably didn't see the security guard or did. He probably knew there's going to be a security guard. He was like, <laughs> That fucking little-ass pistol that he got is not going to do shit to me. It's probably what he said. Uh, and it's just sad. And the other kid, the other deranged kid that went up and killed the kids, well, he—he he, obviously it was kids. And nobody's thinking about bringing a whole fucking uh, AK to an a, a elementary school because you think that somebody else is going to come up there and kill you with some shit. So at the end of the day, it's just two really, really terrible... Uh, really terrible, absolutely terrible uh, mass murders. Uh, And I hope hope something happens in the future. I don't think, I already know the answer because I don't think anything will ever happen until what I just said before. I'm not wishing that to happen happen to anyone because I don't give a fuck loss of life is a loss of life. But I know there's nothing going to happen until something like that happens. Then people will start thinking about it. Like, damn, we need to really do something about these guns. One of the senator's kids got killed. That's fucking crazy. That's when some shit will happen.
0: Yeah. When well, that shit happens, boy, that thing gonna be insane.
1: It'll be insane. It will be crazy. Yeah, I but I guarantee you that's when. That is when people will start talking. That's when people will start to be like, you know what? We can't be having these fucking guns out here like this.
0: <laughs> yeah, it it will be the dish the level of disrespect when that happens would be so like great, like, oh man, like all of a sudden be now we want to do something.
1: Wow. No, they don't this ain't head damn. They don't give a flying fuck. I watched the motherfucker go I watched the motherfucker uh leave his whole state to go to Mexico and the only reason he decided to come back during a winter storm was because motherfuckers got caught by cameras and shit like that. I watched this motherfucker say, you know what? I'm not being in this freezing shit, but with y'all motherfuckers, I know y'all voted for me. Y'all suck a dick. I'm out of here. <laughs> and he's to Mexico talking about, yeah, I just dropped my kids off. I was coming right back. Don't worry about that. My bad, y'all. I'm, right. I'm, I'm staying here with y'all. I, I, the, the disrespect is, is every single time, is every day. They don't give a fuck because they know they know that the people that they fuck with will never disown them. It doesn't matter what they spit in their face. Fuck you and suck a dick and you have to kiss my ass. And it does not matter. They're going to, he knows that their loyalty is because they have whatever interest they have, he has it as well. So it doesn't really matter. It's like that type shit.
0: Yeah, definitely. I remember. Uh, rest in peace to all people that lost their lives. <clears throat> Absolutely. People find, uh, people get. Get over the trauma, especially the kids All the little kids who was in there, their parents Hopefully everybody gets over their trauma And deals with life that's still yet to live and yet to come at them Oh man, well uh, Let's jump into uh, Young Thug Well, I'm talk about Young Thug And let's talk about uh, Casanova For those that don't know about Casanova Casanova's a New York rapper He and his... Uh, group gang affiliates whatever they also were hit with rico charges and now you got young thug getting hit with rico charges now <laughs> at this at this point when these people keep getting caught up in all this stuff uh, i'm like damn they're going to jail that's messed up because i mean you deserve to go to jail if you do a crime but i'm like damn this messed up these people trying to um they were trying to get their life right but they just couldn't couldn't leave the streets alone or whatever but the consistency where these people, how these people get caught with uh, text messages and Facebook posts and Instagram posts and DMs. Like, what are y'all doing? (laughs) At what point are are people going to learn to stop communicating through these cell phones and through these social media sites like the feds and the police and whoever else aren't sitting there watching this stuff? Every man should already know not to do stuff through your phone If you've been in Any type of serious relationships If your girl can get, grab your phone Your girl, your wife, whatever Can grab your phone Figure out your password To go through your entire phone And you not know about it And you in the house with her What do you think the police <laughs> And the feds can do These people keep <laughs> doing stuff over the, over the phone Then they find out They they on jail phones Talk about killing And talking about setting people up And murdering them in jail Like I like, I don't get it, man. Like, why are we still doing this? Like, it's it's like um, it's like getting caught passing notes in class. Like, I still getting caught passing notes in class. You know, the teacher see you uh when you throw your arm over the back of your head like that. Like, why are we still getting caught with the same tricks? So Casanova, he got caught up, and they got all type of um social media DMs and text messages and phone calls where they were talking about shooting people and doing stuff and moving drugs. So he went and took a he went and took a plea deal. I mean, anybody going to take a plea deal? If you tell me if you go to court, if you go to court, you're facing 60 years, but if you go ahead and just admit to this, we're going to give you 20 years. Go ahead, give me the 20. I don't want no time, but I'll take 20 over 60 any day. <laughs> any day, any time, son. I'm not doing 60. I don't want to do I want to do 5 minutes, but I'm definitely not doing 60 years, son.
1: everything that you said is absolutely true, man. And it all goes back to when, whenever you see the, uh, the gang life or whatever like that. I ain't no fucking, I ain't no gang member. I ain't none of this shit. You know, I'm a fucking regular civilian out here, just chilling, going to work, doing whatever I got to do, support my family and shit like that. Same thing. I know same thing you and your family, everything like that. But when, when these, uh, like Casanova and uh Thug and Gunner and all that stuff like that. They get caught up in this shit. The shit that kills me is when is when is having like any kind of money enough? Like what money is enough? Mm, yeah. I I get you you are in the streets. Right, You're in the streets, that's what fucking got you. That's what makes you so authentic. I get all that stuff. I get when you rap about the shit, you're authentic like because you actually live the life that these kids love. They love to listen to that crazy. I shoot you in your fucking chest and motherfucking kill you and the, your shirt is wet and I fucking wet your shirt. All that shit, all that, they love that shit, right? Cause, because it's a fantasy, right? But you yourself, you live that life. So when you say it, it's even more authentic but nobody would know the difference if somebody is a pussy and they said the shit. Nobody would know the difference if somebody authentic said the shit, right? Nobody knows the fucking difference because who cares? Who really gives a shit, right? My thing is this, when is it like, I need to get out of this shit. So is there never a situation like when you got $1 million, $2 million, $10 million, $20 million, like where do you say, you know what? i only did all that gangbang shit because i was trying to get to the money
2: mm-hmm.
1: now that's the money where do you say all right i'm, I'm good never like mm-hmm.
2: have
1: we not learned nobody decides to listen or learn from anybody else's mistake no no nope. everybody gonna be a
0: thug forever man
1: i don't but what comes from that if if listen to this man we we grew up in an era where they say, like, you grow up, uh, I, I don't know what age I was, but I know I wasn't in double digits at the end. At, at the end of the day, I wasn't in double digits, so I had to be either nine from zero, from a from an infant where I couldn't understand shit all the way to nine where I could understand. Somebody said to myself, and I'm pretty sure every black individual kid, they tell you, you don't want to do no street work because it only leads to two things. And every black kid knows those two things because yep. you just learn it that's what it is right you're either going to be dead or in jail every single kid knows that shit if you have parents that care about you that's what they told you that's mm-hmm. what they told you you don't have, to have fucking parents that told you you can have just some random ass teacher that tells you this shit but they tell you that shit as a black kid they tell you that shit as a kid right so If those are the two things that usually happens all the single time, it happens every single time. If you continue to do the dumb shit, then why do you feel like you're different? If it always happens, always. Everybody above the law, you know that
0: not me. It ain't gonna happen to me
1: until it happens to them. It ain't going to happen to you until it happens to you. Why yo, I don't understand this, this shit happens to a bunch of other people that are in the streets because they're trying to get to the money right so I get those people those people are trying to make ends meet so they're doing crazy shit doing illegal activity I don't I don't uh, I don't condone it but I, I guess I get it you know what I'm saying like when you don't have and you don't have and this is all you know you do this dumb shit I want to live this street gang life is what I does the thug life for the rest of my life whatever like that whatever you're doing fine I get it you don't ever do that dumb shit I don't condone it but I guess, I guess. If you want to run run around with a bunch of other guys and stuff like that, I, I, it seems weird to me, but <laughs> it, is what it is. But but when you get to a certain status, right? That's my, this is my point. When, like, we're talking about Thug and Gunner and, and, and uh, Casanova. When you get to a certain status, like, where at the level where you say, you know what? I'm not about that life no more. I just want to make a lot of money. I just want mm-hmm. to, you know good time raise my family or fuck bitches whatever you're about but you can't do both you can't you understand know because you're gonna get caught up like you're this gonna get caught up
0: and you want to and, and everybody keeps all these uh, affiliations and i get it those are people you um as people you've been hanging with gang gang and you know blood set and this set and that set and this is what i rep and this is what i be around i'm not a, i'm not i don't do it and never did it don't understand it like, that's what y'all want to do? Cool. That's what y'all want to live? Fine. But my thing is, like you said, at what point do you elevate? At what point do you say? And a lot of times they say, oh, well, I'm doing it. They end up, they end up getting caught up because they say, well, I was making the money through music and I was funneling my money into the gang. I was making money for the gang through my music. Yo, at what point do you say, hey, guys, I've made this, like you said, I made this 1 million. Well, I, I've made 20 million. million." I'm going to take this 1 million and we're going to make this company. Nobody has to come to work. Nobody has to do anything. This is just, this is the name of the company. This is what you put on your, this is what you put on your tax forms is where you work. And I'm going to pay you $60,000 a year. And you don't, you don't have to report to work or do anything. You just have a job. And this is how you're going to get your money for the gang. You're going to take this money you make every day and you do what you want to do with it, with the gang but no, we're going to keep moving these drugs and we're going to keep moving this this weight and these guns and we're going to keep doing all this stuff when you could easily just start a company. Just start yeah. a company. Nobody has to come to work. You know how many people, especially um, these white-collar companies and these multimillionaires, you know how many people are on their payroll that don't go to work they just have a job on the books? <laughs> Why are we not doing that? If, if that's if that's a life you want to live, if that's what you want to call yourself doing, taking care of your bros... And taking care of the homies, if that's what you want to do, you know you could do that and, and and be legal. But nah, everybody want to stick to the bro code and stick to the homie and kick it with the homies and have the homies run the streets, just so you can keep portraying this life that you're rapping about.
1: Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I won't get it. No. I mean, it's not to get because I'm not in that type of life, so. If you want to fight for a block that you don't own, then I get it, I guess. I guess that's what you do. I guess you fight. Like I don't. A lot of shit doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It's not, I guess it's not for me to make sense of. Because right? no, that's,
0: not, not, that's not us. So it yeah, just don't I, make sense to us at all.
1: It'll never make sense to me. It's not for me to make sense. You know, if that's your life, cool. That's fine. Nobody's judging. I just don't. I, I wish I knew the logic. Mm-hmm. Like, like, Like when people grow up in certain areas, right? This is my block. I represent my block. This is what it is, right? And then I don't like you because you live all across the street. So fuck you and your block, right? But I I live in an apartment building on my block, right? You live in an apartment building in your block. And we both pay rent to the fucking, uh, to the city. But I don't fuck with you because you live across the street. So all of a sudden one day, my motherfucking shit is not working over here. But they have an apartment complex. They have a fucking ap- available uh, uh, apartment in your bl- on your side of the street. So now I live over there. Do I not fuck with the other side, or do I not fuck with y'all because I live in y'all block? I don't get it. Uh, How does that work?
0: Everybody's enemies at that point.
2: And i
1: will be watching <laughs> a lot of
0: those uh docu series and and uh, reaccounts and explanations of gang life and also because it just. It just interests me because I want to I wanna get a grasp and understanding of it, like, what are you doing and why are you doing it? But, like we said, it's not for us to understand. We didn't live the life, but it's absolutely ridiculous. You got these people who've, quote, unquote, made it out and you're still operating like you didn't make it out. You still want to keep exactly. it real because you want to go to the club. And when you go to the club, you have groups of people who are going to test you. Like if you, if you consistently say I'm a killer, I'm a murderer, I bust guns, I do this, I do that. If you consistently say that when you go to the, when you go to certain establishments, people are gonna be like, you know what? Eh, let me see if he really about that life. So you've got to keep a certain group of people around you to protect you, to prove that you are about that life. And then it ends up pulling you into situations like this, where now you're caught up. And if you had something to do with it, if you didn't, but you're so entangled in it, your name is the is the bell ringer. Your name is the highlight when they when they come to get you in the feds and regular police, whoever comes, they want to make a splash. So they're gonna go for the for the name that's in neon lights. They're gonna, yeah. they're gonna go for Ricky. Ricky may be doing all the murders, all the drugs, all the guns, Ricky doing everything, but you know what? Ricky hang out with you and you're the name and you and Ricky talk on the phone all the time and you know what Ricky be doing, but you never told or you never said anything. So they come to get you. They gonna put your name on that piece of paper so that you can be the highlight because when they get the highlight, they get the attention. Now I can get some more money to arrest some more people because I got, I got young thug. I got young murder, murder you know, young murder, murder, he's real popular. And then once you go to jail, guess what? <laughs> Ain't nobody take your spot. The whole crew fumbles. The whole organization fumbles and it's all over now. Because you wanted to keep it real. You wanted to be cool.
1: He wanted the money. Like, I, I just I don't, again, it don't make no sense. Man. It makes no sense to me. I, 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 like we both said, it don't have to make sense. But then these are always the ending results. That's that's the point of this whole thing.
0: Yeah. result going to go to jail. <laughs>
1: right? That comes down to what we learned when before we turned 10. But anybody, yo, that shit is just embedded. That shit is almost like it's the fucking uh, when you get pulled over by a cop speech. You mm-hmm. kind of speech that you get when you say, oh, you're going to do something dirty, you're going to do these drugs, or you're going to get into a gang and stuff like that. You know where it leads you. It only leads you to places. You've heard that. Every kid has heard that. If you grew up in the hood we, we, I mean if you grew, grew up in a city or grew up in the hood or whatever like that you heard that. That's just what it is. Somebody's gonna tell you that shit cause they don't want you to get caught up in that shit they want you to understand that those are the results. No matter how you slice it.
0: Yeah man, man listen
1: mm. I like that. I'm, I'm different. No no motherfucker no you're not. no <laughs> it's just like no, you breathe just like everybody else. No, you you don't you don't do you have to do the same shit. It happens. I'm sorry. You're gonna go to jail, or you're gonna die. And now, like you said, if you are the breadwinner for all of these people that were counting on you, and you did this, now people have to. Now people are now not being able to rely on you. Then, like you said, the whole shit crumble.
0: Whole crumble every time.
1: <laughs> and the and the terrible thing is going to jail for thirty years or 40 years is, is is almost it's not a death sentence but it is not good you understand? Know like if you are in your let's say you're 35 right motherfuckers give you 30 years you're gonna be in there to 65 now you're not gonna be dead at 65. 65 you're still alive everything is fine you get out but life is totally different
0: <laughs> it is
1: <laughs> you come back out you see these fucking phones that we have in our hands these are gonna be pieces of shit in about thirty years, you understand. Know so when you you do these acts and you and you're not dead, but you, I'm not saying you might as well be dead because at sixty five you could still have a good twenty, maybe even thirty years of life. And get, but none of that is guaranteed.
2: Nope. It's just
1: you risk this life. This life thing is. If people understood how, and me and you talk about this all the time, if people understood how precious life was, they wouldn't do the dumb shit that they do
0: yeah they would they would they would review things differently if they valued but the, the one of the biggest problems is most people and most uh especially this young generation they don't value life like life really doesn't mean much to them. We have so many people adapting this i'm not gonna make it or I'm only gonna live to here or I'm not expected to live to to this day anyway so the value on life has continuously decreased and People just don't care anymore, and the, being being young or being um, for what they people consider downtrodden, even though most people don't be downtrodden, you really don't be that bad off. You just not where these um, magazines and TV shows show you what they believe you should be. Yep. But when you when you have that hopelessness, the hopelessness feeling you're going to not care. And when you don't care, man, that's horrible. Like you're a dangerous person. When you get to the point to where you don't care about life or you don't care about your life, when you start adapting that, like, man, all right. I mean, I know I ain't making it past 27. When you have that mentality, like you are a dangerous individual because you've pretty much already sealed your, sealed your fate on your death date. So, everything's going to be like, man, okay, I'm going I'm to die by I'm 27 anyway, so it doesn't matter what I do right now. And there's too many people like that running around in this world.
1: Oh, yeah, no, I agree with you. They are. They're running around. But you know what's funny when people tell me that shit, when when I see stuff like that or when, when people are fucking uh, uh, when they post shit like that, or, oh, this is about to be my, I don't know if I'm going to make it past this year, shit like that. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. You've been on this earth for 23 years. You've fucking been drinking for two. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. What the fuck is you talking about? You're 23, 24. You ain't live shit. You ain't live shit. So how the fuck you know about this life being terrible and all that shit? You ain't live. You know what you were doing 10 years prior to that? You were 14. Shut up.
2: Mm-hmm. Shut
1: up. You had two years of being a teenager. Shut up. You didn't even live. So when these people, when these kids, these kids are all depressed, oh, I got so much anxiety, I'm depressed, I don't know what's going on. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. That shit is crazy when I hear that shit. All of this fucking, oh, I'm so depressed, I have all this anxiety, all this life, kids are so mean, I don't have any money. No, shut shut the fuck up, yo. Yo, shit drives me fucking, it drives me crazy, yo. I understand that there are individuals in this world that are going through stuff. I get that. But the, at the rate, at the, uh, at the mass of that, it is, is ridiculous.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Ridiculous. It's
0: the social media, man.
1: It's social media. It's the social
0: media era, the social media life, the, the ability to be a poser has made a slew of individuals feel horrible about themselves, and even when you explain it to people, like you know, all of this is not real. Yes, it is, man. Look, look at the car he's driving. You know, he, he can go rent that for the weekend. <laughs> he can drive around, post a bunch of pictures, and then that be that. Yeah, he can rent a different car every weekend and keep posting about him. Like, oh yeah. I got tired of that. Had to get me another one. No, you don't have anything. He's living in he's living in the project. Like he's at his mama's house. Like he don't have no money. But you have convinced the world that you have. You convinced everybody that you have. So therefore you're going to be able to show off and show that. And now you got somebody some little kid who he's an average kid. He has decent life. His parents ain't struggling like they they live in they're not rich, but you know they they live in a decent middle class life, but based on what he's seeing on social media now he's like, "Oh no, I don't have anything, I'm poor, I'm this, I'm that and it goes the same way for with like people with beauty and size and all that all that stuff is all plays into the into the mix, but it gets it gets severely more dangerous when you start to have people believe in financially they should do more financially they need to do more because now certain people who aren't mentally strong enough who aren't being raised and cultivated the right way they start to make bad decisions to attempt to acquire what they're seeing in this fantasy world
1: yeah no you're absolutely cor- everything you said is absolutely correct what these with these kids they spent so with these kids. They're oh, I'm so I'm so depressed and all this other shit like that. But they have endless hours to fucking be on their phone to go look at everybody else doing a whole bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. You these kids will fucking wake up. They they'll wake up. Well, wake up. Let's say they, let's say some kid wakes up at seven thirty in the morning. First thing they grab is their phone, right? So they gotta check their phone, check their social media, and they're fucking can't put the phone down the entire day because that, that'd you that be blasphemy, right? So you spend your entire day looking at a whole bunch of other motherfuckers doing a whole bunch of shit that you wish you were doing. Instead of uh, just put the phone down and go do some shit. Yep. Just go do some shit, yo. <laughs> just go
0: do some-, <laughs> <clears throat> do some regular shit. And you don't even have to do nothing amazing. Just go do some regular stuff. Shit, like the just average regular. stuff has become so, like, taboo. Like, if you try to do just something normal nowadays, people are like, that's all you did? What do you mean? Like, like, what did I have to do? Wait, well, man, that's all you did? Yeah, I just went to the park with my family. I just went to the park and was just kicking it. Man, you lame. You should been doing this. Like, wait a minute. Like, why is the norm lame now? Why is me just taking some doing something regular lame? Like, oh, now nah, what you should have done. You should have went to the club. Should have went to. Should have went to the day party. Then you should have went to the brunch. Then you should went to the club and got you a section. Wait a minute, like. Who's living this life on a regular basis? Like, you can't tell me that everybody's living this life on a regular basis.
1: Yeah, they're not. First of all, first of all, nobody, then people are not making money like that. There's, there's, uh, there's a small group. If, if people just really realize this, how small um, people are really doing it. It's mm-hmm. that is really small. The other people, are doing the, what we would say back in the 90s or even in the 2000s, are faking it until they make it. Yeah, And sometimes they never make it. But they just fake it until they until it just looks good. It just looks good. It, is, it looks amazing. If I post a bunch of pictures with fake-ass money and fake-ass cars and these fake-ass Air- Airbnbs that I live in and all this sort of oh, shit, man. it just looks good. But these kids, they fucking eat that shit up and it makes them even more depressed mm-hmm. on how shitty their life is. When in all actuality, you're just living a regular life. You're just regular. You're doing what regular people do. Yeah. These people are doing what regular people do, but they're on every other, uh, what they're doing is that they're posting a fictional, uh, fi- uh, a fictional, uh, fictional life, a fictional lifestyle. That's exactly what they're posting. They're posting their fictional lifestyle to make themselves hotter than what they are but these kids they fucking they, their brain can't fathom that everything they see online or anything that they see on TV is fucking amazing oh my god I just want to be a YouTube star oh my god I just want to do this I want to do I I, I told you I told you on the last show I had this fucking conversation I think it was me and you it was after a show where I was talking about my own daughter like, everybody, I love my daughter to the death my daughter I asked her I'm not even going to get into the whole story that we had, but basically, I asked my daughter, my daughter is 13, I asked her, I said, hey, you know, uh, about getting about that time from, like, from working, you ever want to uh, like bag up groceries or do like work and stuff like that, my daughter looked me straight in the eye and said, no, nah, I don't want to do none of that shit, I, uh, I want to be an athlete, I said, whoa, alright, so you're just going straight to an athlete, okay, no problem, that's fine by me, I ain't going to burst your bubble, but you could bag groceries on the way to being an athlete goddamn. you didn't yep. get to the...
0: <laughs> You could build
2: your way up. <laughs>
1: Shit. Fuck. Fuck. You think you just go straight to the Olympics? You got to buy the groceries first. Like You got to do that. But that's the thought process. Yeah. You know? And you got a conversation with your kids. Like you, After that, I had a whole conversation. You got to have a conversation because that's how these kids think. Actually, I, I, I don't even falter for thinking like that because that's how kids think today. They think that it's, They're it's, it's the turn step skippers. Or... Say it
0: again. I said it's the step skippers. That should be the name of this generation, the step skippers, because they all want to skip every single step and just be and just be <laughs> rich and just be famous.
1: <laughs> that's it. I'm gonna turn six when I turn sixteen, I'm gonna blow up. Like blow yep. up do em. What the fuck are you gonna do? i don't worry about it. I know I'm gonna be a millionaire by the age of sixteen, seventeen. So that's when you when me and you was having the conversation and you're saying these kids like you were saying when these kids get to, oh, I'm not going to make it here to 27. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. You, you are 22, 23, 21. You you are, you know what you were 10 years ago, you are 11. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> Live some life. Try to enjoy this shit. There's no, yo, know, people are going through real life shit. There's somebody that's dealing with cancer right now or whatever. You understand? Know what they're dealing with real life shit. So if they say that they're not going to make here in two years because of some medical reason, I get it. But you, twenty one, fine, not a health problem in the world. You live with your fucking both of your parents. You live in a fucking suburbs. Oh, I'm going through so much mentally. Shut up. Shut your fucking shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm not being harsh. I'm just being like, yo, there's so much more to life than fucking sitting on your phone and thinking about what other people are doing. Just go live life. That's just it, go man. do.
0: These folks, like I said, these kids have so they it's just been so much drilled into them. And they're being they're being made to believe that they need to be running a hundred miles an hour at all times, and and it's crazy because everybody knows you can go you can go to Amazon and get thirty thousand dollars in fake money, and when you take a picture of it on Instagram, it's going to look like you got a stack of real cash. It's not going to look fake. So and I think that's what really bugs me: the fact that everybody knows. It's these different avenues and different routes to front. But when they see the imagery, they're like, oh, man, I got to get that. Oh, man, he balling. Oh, man, he got this. It's like, man, listen, you got to be kidding me. You know that all of this isn't real. Everything ain't real. Everything in the Glendis ain't gold. And the the youth just need to know it, man. They just got to start realizing it and stop making these uh, dumb decisions. And the, the fact that the two of them, Young Thug and Casanova, they're not even youth. Like b- both of them are in their mid thirties, so y'all not even youth, but y'all still doing youthful dumb stuff. Still want to keep it real with the blocks. Still want to support the support the gang and support all of this when all you had to do was start a business. That's all y'all had to do. Yeah, y'all could got some vending machines. <laughs> a,
1: a, a, a large
0: cool. sum a something simple. If you could have had a laundromat and be like, hey, you're in charge of opening the laundromat and collecting the money, and I'm going to pay you an annual salary of $70,000 to do that. That's all you got to do. You're the laundromat manager. Make sure you hire like five, six people. Make sure y'all collect the money from the laundromat and put the money in the bank. That's it. <laughs> and I'm going to pay you $70,000. You, it, it just baffles me that these people aren't figuring out different ways to if, if you want to support the gang Find a legal way to do it Find a way to get some money To funnel to them If that's what you want to do You shouldn't be doing it But if you want to do it Find a better way to do it okay. Otherwise Now you're going to be doing What well, Cassano was like 36 35 or something He about to do 20 to 25 years Yep Can't be with his kid Can't be with his wife Gotta go do 20 25 years Because he wanted to keep it real And In the words of Dave Chappelle Keeping it real goes wrong.
1: We just had that number. You just said uh, he's going to get like 25 years, unfortunately, right? You don't want to see any black person. You don't want to see any person, but you definitely don't want to see any black person go to jail for uh, 25 years, right? Now he's 30. Let's say he's 35, 36. That means he's going to be 60, 61 when he gets out. Life is going to change, man. Life is going to be, you know, when you're thinking about that, you know what these people and I have never been in jail for 20, 25 years. I have not, right? But I'm just saying, as a human, you know what he's probably going to be thinking about in those years? At some point in time, I can guarantee he's going to be thinking, that was fucking dumb. I should have fucking been. (laughs) And in the 25 years or 20 years or whatever, I don't give a fuck if he does six years. In six years of his time, you know what you be thinking? That was fucking dumb. I should have fucking got out of that shit a long time ago. I would not be in this mess. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what you am thinking. At some point in time in, a, in six years, 20, 25 years, 30, 60 years, it doesn't really matter. That goes through the brain. That is going to go through his brain. Now, it might not go through somebody's brain if they go kill somebody because they did something to them or something like that, to that effect. They might be like, fuck that. He deserved it, right? But for somebody that was a millionaire, right? I don't give a fuck if he only had one million, right? He had a he was million dollars, right? So let's say he had one million dollars. I know young young thugs probably had a little bit more. than He has more than a million dollars or whatever like that. But let's just say Casanova was at the fucking, the bottom of the totem pole. He had at bare minimum a million dollars in his account, right? And if that was the case, why he's going to be thinking god damn it i could have fucking made that money work even if it wasn't a whole shitload of money i could have made it work that's what he's going to be thinking mm-hmm. god, fuck, i messed this up
2: Mm-mm-mm.
1: you not want to be that person nobody wants to be that person that's why you're supposed to think about this shit before it happens just don't do it i know it's easier said than done i know if you're in that lifestyle you got to do things to make ends meet but if you're if you already made it out of that situation, if you made it and you're a rapper and you're pretty known it, you've made over one, I don't give a fuck if it's just $1 million. I think it's time to get out. I think it's time to be like, you know what? I'm going to hang this up. Y'all, y'all can put up, you can put my gang Jersey up on the Raptors. I'm, I'm
0: <laughs> Your <Yeah>, gang Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm good. I'm good y'all. Uh, hang it up, y'all got to gotta, gotta tap me out of on this one. I'm not going to be uh, referencing any kind of gang shit because I don't want to be caught up in no RICO just in case one of y'all motherfuckers kill somebody. And I get throwing up the gang signs and then all of a sudden I go to jail for your shit. No thank you. Yeah,
0: got to leave it alone. Yeah. Got to leave it alone. Real, real quick before we hop off this subject, we probably need to move on to <laughs> this for a minute. But uh, yeah. was it uh, Fat Joe? He was doing an interview and he said that this dude told him I forgot what company it was, but he said a guy like later on the two of them met. And he was like, hey, about a year ago, I had a two million dollar check for you in my hand, in my pocket to give to you to be like the, they wanted him to be, you know, a spokesperson, ambassador, whatever, whatever. But he was like, Yo, I couldn't get to you. He said you was at this event and you had like a hundred people with you and I couldn't get to you. I was trying to walk across the room to get to you to sit down and have that conversation and give you this, give you this $2 million check. And I couldn't get to you because of all the people you had around you. He was like, I, he's like, I walked past like a couple of dudes and told him like, Hey, I need to go talk to him. or am so, and so with such and such company. And I need to have a business meeting right quick since he's here. And they was like, Nope, you can't go. So then he got, you no, know, he talked to them, got past another group, like another 10 and then somebody else stopped him. And then somebody else stopped him to the point where he's like, man, listen, screw this. I ain't got time for this. Like, I'm trying to give him money and everybody keeps stopping me from giving him money. But it just made me real like, yo, the people around you and the things you doing, cause you want to keep it real are going to cost you money. It's going to cost you either money. It's going to cost you time on the outside, but it's going to hurt you one way or another. And the fact that that dude, dude said so he had a $2 million check in his hand, like in the envelope cashier, whatever fact your real name is was on the check. And he couldn't even get across the room to talk to him because Fat Joe had his his crew, his thugs with him, stopping him from getting to him. That's fucking
1: ridiculous,
2: yo. You
0: know that would be the last day I hung out with anybody. Son, <laughs> he would have told me that story from that point on. I wouldn't have hung out with nobody. But hey, we going to the, we, we ride with you? No, y'all ain't ride with me. Y'all in my section. <laughs> y'all, I, I'll buy y'all your own section over there. <laughs> I'm gonna be over here by myself, just in case somebody else want to give me some money. Two million dollars? You cost yourself two million dollars because you want to be out here keeping it real with your homies. It's horrible, dude.
1: It is a yeah, horrible
0: man. situation, son. People be screwing yeah, I mean, themselves over.
1: I can, I can see it. I can see it happen. That, that, that sounds like a very real story. As much as people like to run with entourages and things like that. uh, You know, and people are trying and and you got to think about it when you're if you're the money person, the people around you are not trying to not be around you. You understand? Because you are the money person. So if you if I'm not around you, how am I going to get some of the riches?
2: Mm -hmm.
1: I have to stay around you, and I have to protect. I have to protect you, the money person, from other people getting around you, because if they uh, hurt you or you get in jail and stuff like that, that's going to fuck up my shit. So yeah. I refuse to be around. Or, or, if they become part of the, if they become part of the entourage, that's little off of my plate. <laughs> that's less
0: all. money for me. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: fuck all that. So that's that's the way it works. So what you, that story sounds as uh, about as real as can be. Damn, i would be hot. Two million dollars
0: because y'all want to kick it with me. That is screwed <laughs> up. Anyway, let's move on. Let's talk some sports, man. That's uh, a. Yeah. Let's touch on the NFL schedules. I like our schedule, man. I like the Jets' schedule. I think we got a good shot of making some noise this year. We had a good draft. Our schedule is looking real nice and real tidy. Absolutely. I think we're we going to do some things, man. What you thinking?
1: Absolutely. Great draft from the Jets. Jets had a great draft. Uh, the schedule came out. I like the schedule. It's just a little brutal in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, the motherfuckers was like, fuck these. I want to have a good draft. We're going to make sure that child motherfuckers is going to struggle. Uh but I, I I'm just waiting for football season, man. There, there's so many different people on so many different teams, uh, like uh, what they say. I remember ESPN used to do something like uh, uh, same face, new place. I used to love that shit, and they would just show uh the person like Russell Wilson from Seattle on to uh, on on the Broncos and stuff like that. But it's gonna be so interesting because it's almost like if you play video games. And uh, if you're one of those people that like to move, if you play video games and you get, you do a lot of trading and stuff like that, it's almost going to be like that. It's almost like where people are in so many different places, so many uh, individuals move to different teams. Uh, it's just going to be fun to watch, and I, and I can't wait. And obviously, we have the extra game like we did last year. Um, obviously, the, the stands are, are packed again because there's no more restrictions at these places because we had restrictions a couple of years ago. But the fact that people are in different places, and the fact that uh, the fact that even Colin got a uh, even Colin Kaepernick got a call uh, to mm-hmm. do workout. Now, mm-hmm. even if he's on the team, like you just you can just see the excitement. This is why I always say football is the greatest sport in America, and the reason is obviously because it is. That's just first and foremost. But the other <laughs> reason, is because the the unaccessibility of football makes it so great. There is a thousand games in baseball. There is five million games in in uh in basketball and in hockey. The unaccessibility in football to only have sixteen games that every single game count or seventeen games that every game count is the reason that football is so great. Is because you have to wait on that motherfucker. Oh my God, I can't wait for this motherfucker to come back. And they make it an event all year round. We just had the draft. You see people getting traded, coaches moving mm-hmm. to right, people getting fired, blah 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 blah. And ain't shit. We ain't see a game in motherfucking like five months. <laughs> Excuse me, not five months. But we ain't see a game in four months. But football is still in the news. Do You understand? And we got to wait another. Th- uh, what is this? We're in. The, we got to wait three more months in order to get a game. But the fact that football is still in the news is the reason that it's such a it's such a fascinating sport. Um, so yeah, I can't wait. Jets season should be really good. Obviously, everybody knows that me and Dan are Jets fans. We've had a rough, let's say we had a rough decade. (laughs) So, uh, I'm hoping that this year, we I I don't expect us to do any kind of crazy noise, but I want to see some improvement. If I see some improvement, then I'll be excited, because I always said the Jets last year, I said the Jets got two years, so this is one, and next year they should be on track to getting into the
2: playoffs and doing what they're supposed
1: to
0: do. Oh yeah, <clears throat> should be a good year. But I don't expect a. I expect a good year, but I'm not you no know, on some some cowboy fan type stuff. I'm like, yep, this is our year. We going we going all the way to the ship. <laughs> nah, I'm definitely not no, no. like that. But them dudes, the you know, cowboy fans, always think they went in the championship every single year. Yeah, no, nah, they they're hallucinating. they uh, they're delusional. That's why. Yeah, they, they could be like that. Uh, What was that? What was that movie Uh, with Keanu Reeves? Replacements? They could be, they could have a year like that where they got nothing but random replacement players on their team. But yeah, I think we got a shot at it this year. But like, God, the most loyal delusional fans ever in the history of sports.
1: Oh, absolutely delusional. They're just, I have no idea. And it's fun to watch. It's, it's fun to watch delusional Cowboy fans.
2: Hell yeah.
0: <laughs> they always be having all the hope in the world. But yeah, so we'll just just have a good season. I think we'll win some games. I think we'll put on some good shows. But um, next year will really be when we make some make some noise and make some movements. So I'm Absolutely. ready for that. I want to jump right into this um this Nick Saban thing because so I think Nick Saban is first of all I don't like Alabama. I've never liked Alabama.
1: Look <laughs> at that out of there
0: because they just. There's no way, and I've always said that there has to be some form of cheating or scamming going on because there's no way that every single top player wants to go to this one school. Now, granted, they get you to the league. Granted, they have a great program overall. Taking nothing away from Nick Saban, I think he's a great coach. But I think when you have all the the best players, you really don't have an option in not being a good coach. But – he has every so he has, he'll get the top, he'll get all three of the top three quarterbacks. And then somebody's sitting on the bench. So I look at it like, why would you go to a school to sit on a bench when you go to another school and start? Like, what is it about Alabama? And Shannon Sharp said it best. He said, man, you got people coming from California, people coming from Vegas, you got people from all these big major cities to go to old small country towns, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. He's like, man, there's no way in the world. It's, it's, it has to be, it has to be a reason. And what that reason is is a, hey, I always believe that they that they doing stuff, giving players money or giving players families money or something like that. But with this whole NIL name, image, and likeness thing, where players can now make money and players can get paid to do brand endorsements, do commercials, do a whole slew of things. Now even do just their social media, they can get they can get paid off. Now you have um. You have Deion Sanders. He got the number one recruit in the nation, which is unheard of for a, a HBCU to get the number one recruit in the nation. But he got the number one recruit in the nation to come to his school. And now Nick Saban's like, oh, yeah, something's not right. Yeah, something's off. Yeah, they, they had to pay him. They had to pay his family. Wait, sir, first of all, why are you in our business, number one? Number two, why is it now a problem? Because he was competing for this play and you didn't get him. So now – since I got him, I'm doing something wrong. I'm doing something illegal. And then he flipped right to the, uh was it, Texas A&M. Because Texas A&M had like the number one recruiting class or were ranked to have the number one recruit. He's like, oh, yeah, they're doing some of these NIL deals. They're giving these kids money to come play for their school. Like, wait a minute, man. Why all of a sudden, <laughs> since you ain't getting the top players, now everybody's cheating. Like, I don't like, dude, like, that right there, and I think that right there is something that could, uh, it probably won't because, I mean, he's Nick Saban, but that's just something that could ruin your legacy. Like, why is that, why are you accusing everybody of cheating now because you're not getting the players that you're used to getting?
1: He's on on, the, they will not replace us shit.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm here. He's
1: on that, they will not replace us. He's on that bullshit right there, yo. (laughs) Because... You can't all of a sudden, if somebody chooses to go somewhere else, be upset. Motherfucker, I just don't choose to go there. That's fine. I understand your school is amazing. Y'all clearly get everybody into the league. But if I choose to go somewhere else, yo, I just choose to go somewhere else. It doesn't mean that they offer me money. And I have no idea. I have zero idea. I don't know if you motherfuckers are offering people money. I have no idea what the fuck is going on. All I'm saying is that people have a choice to do whatever they want. My body, my, my, body, my choice, right? So <laughs> my body, my choice, and they decide to go to Dion school, it doesn't mean the Kings Dion and them are uh, down there uh, offering money. It just means maybe he relates more. Like, I think that's what's going to start happening. Mm-hmm. I think start relating, I, I relate more to this. This is where I want to go because I want to play for a historical black school. That's why I just want to do that has nothing to do with anything else. I think that's where people's mindset are going to be in, in these couple of years. If Dion is there talking that talk to these people, going to these people's house, talking about, listen, you know, I'm going to get you into the league, but you have to do it. You know, he might be hitting them with the all kinds of black stuff. You need to do it for your people and blah, blah, blah. He might be running all that game when he gets to the house. And you don't know if somebody's parents, they went to historical black schools or exactly. like that. You know what? I want I want you to go to, if you can't go to any maybe the other historical black schools are not gonna get you into the league. But I know if Dion's name is behind it, you go there. And he's like, Fuck it, that's like that's perfect. I, I'm almost positive this is probably a thought, Nick Saban. Mm-hmm. I'm almost positive that there's a million kids that probably went to your school that really wanted to go to a historical black schools, but did not go to a historical black school because they knew that the league don't, wasn't fucking with historical black schools in order for them to get into the league. So they had to do this in order to be like, fuck it, I'm gonna get into the league. But now we have somebody, this 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 school, there's other historical black schools that are great. But we have this one person with this one name that they know for a fact that would be able to push them to get into the league. So fuck it, I'm gonna go there. So exactly. I wouldn't be shocked if a lot of people going to go into the school because of Dion's the coach. I would not be shocked if that's the that's the norm in the future.
0: Yeah, and I'm cool with it. Like, even though my school south South Carolina State, we bust Dion's in the uh in the bowl game. But I oh, yeah. get it. I get it completely, like he has the name. And his name holds weight. So you want to go to that school. You want to learn from him. You want to work under him because you're like, yo, he really knows what it takes. Like he's been there, he's done that. I want to go play for him. And and I hope he is going into those houses. I hope he is sitting down at them table with those parents and be like, yo, look, like we black, we got to stick together, man. Let's build up these black schools. Let's get these black schools on the map. Come here, do it for your people, do it for the culture. I hope he's. I hope he's saying all of that. Yeah, and the more black people that start going to these to these schools, they'll start making more money because now, because with Dion, I say this with Dion and the things he's been doing, black school, black college football has been getting a whole lot more TV time. TV time equals money time because you start getting all these um commercial revenues and things like that. So I'm all for everything he's doing, but for you to just for you to get mad and be like, oh, yeah, they gave a million dollars. They cheated. <laughs> like, like, dude, <laughs> like, why is that the first thing you go to? They
1: will not replace <laughs>
0: <laughs> And let's say, look, hey, let's say five years down the line, we find out, oh, yeah, Dion did cut a check. How many checks did he cut? Because like I said, you got yeah. people coming from major cities to come to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. If anybody was to ever look up Tuscaloosa, Alabama. The only thing in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, is the goddamn University of Alabama. <laughs> Ain't shit else there. If you go down a couple of side streets to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, you're gonna see trailers. You're gonna see them um them little shotgun tin houses. You gonna see a whole lot of real hundred percent country type living.
1: Okay.
0: So these people coming from these major cities, but they could have went to UCLA. They could have went to USC. University of Miami. They could have went to somebody, but they just chose like, you know what? I'm gonna go to Alabama. And um, what about the other dude? uh uh Tugavayolo, ain't he from Hawaii? Yeah. So you left bright, sunny, beach carefree Hawaii to come to country ass Alabama. And that was just a solid, like, yeah, that's why I wanna go to play college football. Nah. I've never believed it. I've always accused him uh of paying plays and doing stuff to get people to come there but I never agreed with everybody going to um, one school anyway, even with uh, the Dukes and the Kentuckys. It's like, why would you all want to go to the same school? Like, why wouldn't you want to go someplace where you can then compete against these other schools or you can, um, you know, go for the win instead of just going for the, I'm going to go kick it with them because I know I'm going to get what I need to get. And I know I'm going to get, um, I know we're going to win, we're going to beat everybody, but what's the fun in that? There
1: you're right. Yeah, so you're absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. At the end of the day, there has to be a point where you're like, you know what? Uh, I'm just gonna go with my people. You know, maybe it's. I'm pretty sure that is going to be some recruits' uh, thought process. I'm gonna be with my people. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. And or it was probably not. You know, it was. It was probably tough for them to make that decision to go to an all black school because. The, the, the league was not giving uh, a lot of black schools a lot of uh, opportunity um, you know just just looks they were not giving them the looks so now that you're able to get the looks you know, fuck it I might as well go to a historical black school because that's where I wanted to go to in the first place I'm pretty sure back then there was a whole bunch of people that wanted to go to a historical black schools, but they just could not because they would not the, going to the league is way more important you understand that, mm-hmm. is, that is way more important than spending four years of your life at an historical black school. It is a, it is something great to do. It is something you probably want to do since probably you're a kid. But if you're like for the rest of my life, I need to go to this Alabama or one of these other uh, Ohio state or whatever like that in order to make it into the league to support my family, to get us out the hood. Fuck that. I'm going to these big ass schools.
0: Oh yeah. So, I definitely get the um, the reason why people do it.
1: Yeah. And I'm pretty sure now that you have the opportunity to go to a historical black school, you're like, fuck that. I'm going to go to a historical black school and I can get into the league. I can kill two birds with one stone. I love it.
0: Yeah. But like I said, the league is starting to, starting to really rock with uh, historical black colleges. We're starting to put more people in the league and start getting more opportunities where they're actually starting to look at players from black schools and it was already on a rise. But like I said, man, God bless Deion and what he's been doing because it's, it's bringing more awareness to it and it's giving more opportunities to it. So, yeah, I'm all for it. I mean, and to tell you the truth, my school has almost as many NFL Hall of Famers as Alabama does. So we out here in these streets, man. Black school's been doing it. They're going to keep doing it. Hopefully it's a good rise. It's a good movement forward so we can make some things happen.
1: Yeah, I, I hope it continues to be I hope it continues to get this kind of uh, word of mouth and I hope people will just say, you know what? I'm gonna go to a historical black school because they're on the rise and everything like that. And and now we can be a little bit now the historical black schools can be on on same on the same pace as these other big schools and and maybe like you said, get more T V time so they can get more money. So people can you know, what I what I don't want to happen in the future is I feel like a lot of history is being um is being forgotten. And when we have these historical black schools, uh I don't want it to get to the point where in 30 years from now people are like historical black schools, I remember those things. I remember those. <laughs> yeah, please don't. Yeah. And, and, and and people are like, that will never happen. Well, I, I've seen so many things in my lifetime and I only been on this earth but so but only for four decades. And in my four decades I've seen so many things that said that will never happen. I've seen them motherfuckers I've seen them vanish and we don't even know nothing about it. Mm-hmm. I remember when, when fucking little things like rock and roll. I remember when rock and I'm talking about hardcore, heavy metal shit back in the nineties, the was shit was running the
0: streets. It was running everything. <laughs>
1: It, you, it couldn't get bigger than that. It was impossible to get bigger than that. Big hair, all that shit, they were fucking killing it. You don't even hear that shit no more. No. You don't even hear that shit. They around, right? At the time, you would be like, this shit will be here forever. <laughs> nope. It's gone. Gone. Long gone, so, too. Long gone, right? So whenever people think that something can't vanish, look at TV itself. People be like, no, we'll. Uh, Twenty-five years ago, that TV is going to be uh, it's going to be trash, right? People be like, "Get the fuck out!" You see, did you just see the new motherfucking Seinfeld? That's what people would fucking say to you. Just <laughs> fuck up! Did you see Seinfeld? Right? That's what people would say to your face. But today, motherfuckers don't even really watch TV. You can't even get a kid to watch regular TV. You can't even get a kid to watch regular. Turn on TV, motherfucker. Yeah. Put down the phone. Turn on regular TV. They won't even know what to do with the remote.
0: Nope They don't even watch TV Like my daughter She don't even watch the TV It's a, it's a TV in her room I'm like yo What are you watching She's Like YouTube Or YouTube, Netflix or something. I was like You don't watch nothing on TV TV She was like no She was like What, she was like, what comes on TV I'm like Exactly <laughs> I was like Oh shit <laughs>
1: But In 25 years ago If somebody said TV is gonna be Almost almost extinct It's not extinct yet Motherfuckers are laughing In your face So don't ever yeah. think That It can't Fucking It, it can get extinct that's what I'm saying about these historical black schools. You don't want a 30 years where the money is drying up, and then all of a sudden we got to close down one of the schools or whatever the situation. I'm just hoping this is why I'm glad that this is happening.
0: Yeah, man, it's a good time for the better. It'll get better. It can only go up from here. I mean, it can go down, but I don't think it's going to go down. I think it's going to keep going up from here. Oh man. All right, people, y'all been rocking with us for a good minute today, man. Appreciate the love. We'll be like a month behind. Took some time off. Both had things going on and making some moves, but we, we back at it. More shows, more info, more uh dialogue, more laughs. We'll holler at you next time, man. Those of you that uh, well, today is today is the holiday, right? So those of you had Memorial Day, hope y'all had a great Memorial Day. Um, rest in peace to all the soldiers that lost their life fighting that good fight and um, sticking their necks out and putting their lives on the line for our liberties and our beliefs. And until next time, man, we holler at y'all, man. Everybody be good. Peace out.
1: Later.